God bless you this morning. This is Pastor George Carballo with Vive Church. And I just want to greet you today on behalf of my wife and I. Maybe you're watching right now from the comfort of your living room at home, maybe at the breakfast table, wherever you're at right now. Um, just want to say thank you guys for joining us today. Um, if you're watching right now, would you please share this video um, on Facebook or YouTube? Send it to a friend. Send it to your father as well. Share it. Um, um, it's going to be a great message today. I, I believe that this is a message for the entire church, everyone that needs to hear as well, as well. So share it right now. Go ahead and do that right now where you're at. But today is a special day. Um, it's always a special day when we come into the house of the Lord. And and whether it's in our living room, whether it's in our bedroom, um, wherever we are at, God is there. And that's God's house. He dwells in us. So um, it's always a great day. But today's a special day because today is Father's Day. Um, so today we just want to wish every father that's watching right now, um, whether you're with your children or when you're hanging out with your family or you're going to hang out later on with your family, we just want to say happy Father's Day to every single one of you guys out there. We appreciate you. We love you. Man, we need you. We we, we, we are adoring you guys. We, you guys are the champs. You guys are our heroes. Thank you guys today for watching right now. So um, happy Father's Day as well. And I know for a lot of people too, uh, Father's Day might be a sad moment. Maybe your father has gone to be with the Lord. He has passed away already. Um, and and, and, it, and it's, a, it's a difficult moment today. I know plenty of friends that have already lost their father. I, I had a friend last week that lost their father as well. Like it's a difficult season right now, Father's Day for many people. So today our heart is with you right now. Our heart, we love you right now. We appreciate you right now. And we believe that the best is yet to come right now. Perhaps right now as well. Maybe you grew up without a father. Father was absent from your home for whatever reason. And, and so we give a shout out to all those mothers that stood um, to be fathers in their homes as well. We adore you and appreciate you as well. And regardless of whether you had a father or not, or not I, I'm thankful and grateful that we had our Heavenly Father more than anything. Because we can't celebrate a Father's Day without taking time to celebrate the goodness of our Father, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, who came to this earth. He was the greatest gift that we could get from our Father. Maybe you've never gotten a gift before from your Father. Did you know that there's a Father that has given you something? We love our fathers. We appreciate our fathers. And can I tell you right now, um, I, I want to believe for God that right now we are going to impact fathers. We're going to impact households. We're going to impact communities. And, and the church is, 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 is in absence of men in the church and fathers in the church. Uh, people say that this is a fatherless generation, and I agree. I see a lot of what's happening right now, and I say, man, where are the fathers at? Where are the parents at? Where, where, the, where is the, the a proper authority that has been in the, missing from the household? Integrity, honesty. We need that back into our homes again. 
Many churches, um, we, 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 we focus a lot of times, and what, what, what happens in a lot of churches is that you celebrate. We, we have women's events. We do a lot of things for women. Uh, we do things for mothers. Mother's Day is huge and everything. Um, and I love women. Um, I, I love our moms. I love, uh, I think women in the church is awesome. We need more women in the church. But at the same time, a lot of churches, what they fail to do is to reach the men. Um, we, we, we have a girly church, you know, we, we decorate the church very girly, and, it, and men don't want to be part of church. So for us, Vive, we want to get the men in here. We love our fathers because it's statistically proven that if a father is saved, it's more likely that the children and the rest of the family will be, will be saved and will accept Jesus Christ at one time in their life versus if it's only the mother or if it's only a child that is saved. Statistically proven, if the father goes to church, it more than likely the whole family will go to church. So we need fathers in our churches. So yesterday we had some fun. Yesterday we went to go uh, shoot some guns with our fathers, and we had fun. We had a blast um, as well, um, uh, doing manly stuff. Uh, so it was cool, fun as well. Took some of our children. Um, um, some of the fathers took their children as well, and it was a it was a great time to be together. Because we love fathers and men. We need them in our churches. We need them in our households, leading like never before. So today I want to talk about a father. An example that Jesus gave about a father. Um, and, and an example of God, our father, as well. So there's lessons to be learned, both if you are a father. And also lessons to be learned if you, you don't have a father. And you, you're looking for something out of God right now to be your father. So if you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. It says like this, verse, uh, uh, verse 9. It says, um, it, it says like this, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and a door will be opened for you. Everyone who asks receives, verse 10. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened Amen. I, I, today I want to speak to you using as a title, How Awesome Is My Father? How awesome is my father? Anybody have a, an, a father that's just awesome, that you, he is your rock star, he's your superhero? Um, my dad, I love my dad, and a little bit later today I'll have lunch with him and hang out with him. But growing up, um, my dad could do anything. I mean, my dad, even to this day, he can fix whatever. Before YouTube existed, it was my dad. I mean, before I could go on YouTube and figure out how something could happen, my dad was the one that, he, he knew how to fix the sink, he knew how to fix a car. He knew how to change stuff. I mean, he was always doing things. And I can boast about my father. Maybe your father as well. Like he's the, he's the do-it-all, the person that knows all these different facts. Even my dad, I mean, he, he watches a lot of history stuff and he knows a lot of facts as well about things. And he could have a carry a conversation with tons of different people. And I appreciate my father. And I'm thinking about, it reminds me of my, my heavenly father who is able to do surprisingly more than I could ever ask for. See, what Jesus is doing here, he's speaking to his disciples and he's instructing them and sharing to them what it means to pray. He goes through the entire uh, Lord's Prayer. This is how he, our father who art in heaven, um, hallowed be thy name. Some of you guys know this. 
you've repeated it, you've recited it. And he tells them how to pray. And then he gets into this, this script or this, this, I, this moment here, and he plays the scene out of a man who, in the middle of the night, someone knocks on the door all night long and is asking for some food. And so here Jesus is, he, he, he begins to speak about asking, seeking, and knocking. He talks about asking, seeking, and knocking. And so here's what Jesus says, and I want to share three principles today about fathers and about, more, more importantly, our heavenly father. Number one, I want to tell you this. Um, number one, um, our father, um, the father is, is, is not scared of you asking. He, he's not fearful of you. He's not afraid if you ask. The father is not afraid if you ask. I mean, Jesus is saying, whoever wants to seek Whoever seeks, you will find. Whoever asks, will be, it will be given to you. And, and if you knock, the door will be open to you. And he says, verse 10, for everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, find. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. Jesus is showing a precedence. And, and a person who, who, who is a father today, if your child asks for something, you are going to respond back to them. You're not going to ignore them. If you truly love your kid, you're going to, you're going to respond back. I remember as a kid, I mean, if I went to the grocery store or, or went to Walmart, um, we, we would go. And, and if I asked for something, whether it was a candy or a toy, my, my, my mom and my dad, I, I, I was not afraid to ask. I was not, a, I was not ashamed. I was not worried about it. I, I asked. I said, hey, mom, mom, buy me this. I like this. And, and, and my parents would always respond, whether it was a yes or no. But the reality is they were always listening to my request. This is very simple. Uh, as a simple guideline that, that for parents today, if your child asks for something, you're going to listen to them. And Jesus is saying, things haven't changed over the years. And at the same time, our Heavenly Father, He wants us to ask like a child. Jesus said at one point, if we had faith as a child. And, and, and I think Jesus is alluding to that here. Is that us as well as children, if we ask, we will, it will be given to us. If we seek, we are going to find it. If we knock, the door will be open. See, what Jesus is telling us to do is that we have a heavenly father that we should not be afraid to talk to him. We should not be afraid to bail, get him to bail us out. The father example is this. This is the example. You know, some people think about the, the fatherly example, you know, in a moment, like let's say when we get in trouble. And you think about, you think about yourself, you're like let's say, you, let's say you got locked up. Let's say you went to jail and you're thinking, oh, what is my father going to think about this? What is my father going to say when he hears about me doing this? What, what is my father going to say when he, when he finds out I got in trouble? But the, the kingdom example of this is, is, is what Jesus is saying. We, we have to change the way we think and how we talk about things. And when we do get in trouble and when we are in a place, when we, let's say we do get locked up, it's saying, no, no, my father is in control. My father is the one that's going to help me. My father is going to bail me out. My father, he's the one there that, that can make it. I just need to ask. I just need to seek and I will find it. I just need to knock. I just need to give him a call. And, and that person, he's the person that will come in in every situation 
can I tell you, whatever situation you're going through, no matter how big or how small, God wants you to talk to him like you're his son and he's your father. It's not about God's going to punish us. No, God wants to. He helps us. He guides us. And he's that father that grabs us by the hand and keeps us together. He brings us when we're lost. That's our father. The father, he's not afraid when you ask. You can ask him anything. I think a lot of times we don't get what we want or a lot of times we don't get what we're supposed to get because we have not asked God for it. Some of us want God to work in our lives. Some of us want miracles in our life. Some of us want to see um, new things happen in our life. And a lot of times I, I, I want to believe that we don't, we don't receive because we don't ask. So uh, what would you ask God for today if you could just ask him for anything in the world? Do we have enough faith to believe in him? Do we trust in him as our father? Because he's our father. God is not a force. He's a father. God is not a force. He's a father. I want you to understand that today. He's not just some person that's in the cosmic atmosphere. He's not some person who's far. No, he's a person who is near to us. And when you seek him, the Bible says, when you seek me, you will find me with all of your hearts. He's a father. He's a father. Let's read. Verse verse 11. We'll turn there. It says, which of you fathers... If your son asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake instead. If he asks for a scorpion, I mean, if if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. Can I tell you, number two, the father has your best interest in mind. The father has your best interests in mind. It's kind of it's kind of funny because I, I fully I feel sometimes Jesus is humorous. So if you really pay attention in the Gospels and you hear this dialogue, I think Jesus can be very humorous sometimes. Uh, I think we miss out because we we're, we're thinking Jesus is some stoic person that he never laughed, and we think God is that kind of person. He just he doesn't smile. He's just you know, behold, I am God. That's the type of person he is, and that's somewhat he is. But but at the same time, Jesus is inserting a sense of humor, a little bit of irony here this is which of your fathers if your son asks for a fish will give him a snake instead like i mean think about it like like let's say your son and like dad dad i'm hungry dad can we get some fish can we get some fresh fish fry god god can we get god i i want a fish and, and dad's like, okay, I got you. I got you something better. Here's a snake. Like, like, like what? Like, like what? something's wrong there. Like, you know, call CPS because he just gave his kid a snake. And then the next verse says, if he asks for an egg, I mean, I want some bacon and eggs. You know, I met that dad, can you cook some eggs for me? And that's like, I got something better. I just made for you. It's a bunch of scorpions. Like it doesn't work that way. Like, like what father? And, and look at the irony, just the, the humor in this. Jesus is pointing out that no father out of his crazy right mind would just throw scorpions and serpents at his kids. The kid's asking for fish, he's asking for eggs, and you're throwing them scorpions and snakes. That doesn't happen. So Jesus is trying to say is that the father, when you're asking for something, he has your best interests in mind. He knows the things that you need. 
more importantly than, than the things that you want. I'll say that again. He knows the things that you need more importantly than the things that you want. He has your best interest in mind, not my best interest, not just my mindset. No, no, he, he, he's thinking for me, and he knows the plan and the purpose for myself, for my life. And so when, he, when I ask God for something, he knows what I need, and oftentimes he gives me something better than I could deserve, even better than what I asked for. He gives me something more than, than I ever I would have dreamed of because that's my God, my Father, who has his, he has my, he has my best interest in his mind he knows what i need he knows what i want and he knows the desires of my heart and so when we talk to a father don't think for one second that god's gonna be ridiculous and give you something that you do not need fathers listen to this for a second you you're you have sons you know that you're working hard for your children you want the best for your child you want the best for them you want them to finish school you want them to get a job you want them to be able to feed themselves and provide for their families you have the best for them in mind and i'm grateful for fathers and exactly that's the example that god has for us the way that god treats us that's the way we treat our children because we want the best for our kids we want them we don't give them snakes we don't give them scorpions we give them the best and that's what god is doing to us so when we ask God for something, he's not throwing it back in our face. No, he gives us what we need. And he knows what we need more than anything. He knows our desires and he's watching us right now. And he says this, verse 13, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. He calls, he calls them out. Like, you guys, I mean, you're evil. You still know how to give good gifts to your children. Even, like, the worst father is, is trying to help their kids. You're sinful. How much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? How much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I want to tell you number three. The father's greatest gift is himself. You see, the greatest gift that, that was given from our father, maybe some of you say, well, I didn't have a father. My father was not home. My father was absent. I never got anything from my father. You know what? Believe it or not, before you even know it or not, God is your father. And you have a father, whether you feel like you're fatherless or not, that God has given you his son. He, he died, on, your son died on the cross for your sins. And his son gave his life for you so that you do not have to die. He gave you eternal life. And because of God, because of what he did and what he can do, you have new life. You have breath. You can live abundantly. You can live differently. But then after Jesus died, resurrected and went up to heaven he sent his holy spirit and so what jesus is saying here the greatest gift i can give you is not a, a prosperity it's not giving you gifts it's not giving you money or a job or career or a family the greatest gift i give you is myself it's me how much more will the father in heaven give the holy spirit to those who ask him see i have friends that are on both sides i, I I've, I've grown up with friends that 
um, sadly to say they don't have their fathers, they haven't had their fathers in their home, and they only wish they had their father with him. And I, and I had other friends on the other side that their father bought them their first car. The, 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 the father, he, he, uh, he, he paid for their school and helped him get ahead. Head and I'm thankful even for my father to help me um, all this way through and even in ministry and everything that I'm doing right now. I'm thankful for that. But you can ask people who don't have a father, and they're not coveting or wanting the material possessions, or even those who have lost their father. The father's already passed away. They they they're not wishing for the things that the father could give the the physical possessions. They're, wi- they're wishing for the presence of their father in their life for him to be there. They're not wishing for the goodness and the gifts and the blessings of what the father can give. They're wishing for the presence of their father with them. They're wishing the, the things you can't get back. You can get back a vehicle. You can get back money. You can get back um, all this stuff. But you can't get back the time that you spend with a father. And what God is saying right now, he says to him, the the greatest gift the father gives is himself. And fathers, maybe you're listening right now, and you're like, man, what do I give my children? Give your children your time. Give them yourselves. I love fathers that work. And I, I love fathers that, 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 that work countless hours. My father would wake up early in the morning to go to work, even to this day, to provide. for the, I encourage you, family, give of yourself to your kids. Give them what, yourself. Give them your heart. And that's the father's love for his children. That's what God is saying. The greatest thing he's giving is of himself. He says, if you know who you are evil, you know how to good give good gifts. You know how to buy them stuff. You know how to, ma'am, here's some money. Here's some cash. Here's an allowance. You who are evil, you know how to do all that stuff. But the father gives himself. The father gives his spirit. The father gives his presence. You see, I, I, when I want God, I don't want God to give me what he can give me. A lot of people take this verses, this ask, seek, and knock. They take them out of context. People take them and they, they refer to prosperity many times. And I don't like that. I really don't. Like, they just like oh, ask this. Ask for God to, to increase your territory. Ask for God to increase and, 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 and give you a new job and, and give money. And, 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 and you'll be peaceful and you'll be fine. And people will take this ask, seek. Oh, you're need, brother, you need to ask, seek, and this. Seek and find and knock and knock on every door. And you will get this and you will get material possessions. But the reality is what Jesus is pointing back to and the point of everything is that the most important thing that God can give, although God can give those things, he can take away those things, but the most important thing that God can give is of himself and is his presence and spirit. That's the most important thing. How much more will your father in heaven give his spirit to those who ask Maybe here today, maybe you grew up without a father. Thank God I have a spirit. Maybe you grew up today and your father's already passed away. And all I can say is thank God for his presence that's with me. Maybe your, your relationship with your father is not good. All I can say is thank God that I have his presence with me. 
Because the Bible describes the Holy Spirit as the counselor, the helper, the advocate. This is the person who stands in the gap for me. This is the person who counsels me and walks with me. He's the comforter that's with me. And he wants to comfort you today. If you grew up without a father, thank goodness, thank God that we have his presence. And maybe the relationship is strained. Thank God we have his presence. And, but maybe you're a father. Thank God for his presence that shows you how to be a better father. It's through his spirit. The greatest thing you can give your children is them understanding the presence and the spirit of God. Giving away to your inheritance is important, but even more so the inheritance of your own uh, presence, your own, your, own, uh, your own experience with God's glory. Your heritage of saying, God, I want what's best for my children. And the thing I want to give them most is not a material possession. The thing I want to give them is you for the next generation, for your children, for the children. I, I, I pray that God, for the next generation, that they will experience God. They will experience his presence. And I want to be that father. I want to be, I want fathers and men in our church to be the ones that seek after God, that the presence of God will be for blessing and be there for their children and, the, and, and for generations to come. I pray today, my desire is that, that, that we understand the concept of our father is not this lottery ticket, this jackpot of ask, seek, and find. You're getting all this material position. No, no, what God is, it's him and it's him alone. It's his presence. And if you need his presence, he is here. His presence is here with us. I want to pray for you today. And I want to thank God because God is ever abundantly clear. You know, whenever I have issues or, or I have questions, maybe with my car or my house or how do I fix this, I call my father. Um, before sometime, before YouTube existed, I called my father. You know, so now I, sometimes I call my father. I mean, I, I, I look at YouTube before I call my father. But, but, but I would all, if I don't really know, I, I call my dad. I'm like, Dad, what's going on? My car is acting up or my, my house or something's going on. Something's leaking. Something's wrong. What's happening? And what God wants us to do is be the same. Unafraid. We just come to him and say, God, I'm here. I'm here. My mindset is, my father has it covered. I'm here, I'm okay, because my father's in control. That's our mindset today. And today, I want to pray for you. If you need prayer today, if, if, you, if you want, if you have a petition today, I want to pray for you. Write it in the comments. Uh, we, we, let us know. We would love uh, to pray with you today. If you need salvation, if you've never known the father, I, I want to pray for you today. But let's pray. And let's believe in what the Father can do. Father God, right now, we come before you. God, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We stand in your presence now. We thank you for the Father's love. How great the Father's love is for us. Because you're with us. And we want to seek you. And we want to find you. We want to knock on your door. We want to ask you. God, give us your presence today. With all that's going on in the world today, we need your presence. We need you. We love you, Lord. 
We ask this in your name, we pray. Amen.